Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Hollywood Matt Connolly with the Double Biceps. It is in the contract a legal requirement every single time we appear on camera. The co-host, co-founder, the co-wearer of clothes, co-breather of air in this very room. It is, in fact, the master of disaster, the king of sting, the count of Monte Cristo. That's your favorite one, I know. <laughs> it's Thunder Lips, the ultimate male. It is the winner of the Dave Stockbridge of the Year Award. There it is right there. Uh, it is, in fact, Dave, Dave Stockbridge. Stockbridge, welcome to your own Daily Combat podcast show. Well, thank you very much for that very, very warm introduction. As always, Hollywood, Matt Connolly. And uh, joining us today, uh, we've got uh, the, um, I guess, maybe the future DFC lightweight champion in uh, Brandon White. And, and Brandon, thank you so much for taking time out of your camp in preparation for the title fight at DFC 16 and Apex Sport Fest 3 to join us here on the Daddy Combat Podcast. Have me on. So, Brandon, um, so is this the, the, the first uh, title shot that you've had in your um, career thus far? Um, yes. So I, I did have one two years ago, but due to COVID, um, never got to get that opportunity again with that promotion. So this is going to go ahead. And, and did you... Did you feel like COVID had really put the brakes on your career and, and took a, yeah. a big chunk out of what might have been your best fighting years? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it would definitely be ahead of me. But, but um, I mean, when COVID sort of come out the other end, I think I was going to go back to the gym. It actually took um, a few of my teammates to get me pushed in and get me presented up, turned up to the gym to help a few other boys with a few other fights and eventually just find yourself back into it. So. So just went back to help the others, and before you know it, you're fighting for a belt. Okay, mm -hmm. so it's <laughs> so uh, so Brandon, um, in the lead up to this particular fight being your first uh, your first title fight, it, have you approached it any differently to uh, previous camps? Definitely, I've got a newfound motivation. I guess it's sort of when I found out that um, the title fight, a bit of a fire was lit underneath me. I guess you could say so. Um, it's been grueling, it's been long, but I'm enjoying it. Everything's been perfect, man. Like, there's no injuries, there's no, no niggles. Um, yeah, it's definitely the best one I've had so far. Well, in the videos that I've uh, seen pop through in my messenger, um, you, your form looks great. You're moving very, very nicely. Um, for people that aren't familiar with the Brandon White style, um, what, what would you, how would you describe that? Um, I come from a striking background, I have a bit of kickboxing behind me, so I guess that's what everyone knows. Um, round out the game and turn it into a full MMA style. So that's that's the goal. What's the end goal? Well, in two weeks' time. And, and what do you know about your opponent in Louis the Junkyard Dog Pass and also a, a, a striker? And uh, so uh, this seems to be building up, as Rich Warner would say, as a banger. So uh, uh, what, how, do, how do you feel like you're going to approach this? And uh, and what do you know about Louis? And, and how do you feel like your styles are going to clash there on the night? Um, from what I've seen, in his background, got very heavy hands as well. He seems like a big boy. So I haven't actually seen him in person, but um, packs a bit of punch behind him, which is interesting. Um, I think we're just going to meet in the middle and collide that on top. It's going to be it's going to be fun. This one, I'm actually I'm actually really excited for it because I know that if I down for one minute, you know it's, it's, that's all it takes. One one shot could be it. So um, in the entire 15 minutes, and make sure I walk away from the belt. 
What I love is when you get two two guys who who game plan and they'll talk leading up to a fight about you know how's the strategy in this yeah I'm going to play it safe and blah, 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 and take my <laughs> opportunities <laughs> and they get out in the middle and it's just like, bang bang bang. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm hoping for anyway. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, it could it could be fighter of the night. Who knows? So. Oh well, there's uh, the Go Big um, award goes to Fight of the Night, and that's uh, all supported by American Motors. So if you uh, do happen to put on the performance of the night, you'll be walking away with a five hundred dollar check, all thanks to American Motors. Maybe even a test drive to one of their Hellcats. So uh, if you're wow. hanging around Adelaide for a couple of days later, I'm sure boys would love to see you down there. And uh, Brandon, um, at, as you've been developing as a fighter, how is it? How how have you found the financial side of things in terms of some fighters are now increasingly finding their way into coaching, others are taking big hiatuses off of work in order to uh, dedicate themselves to a big fight like this? And how, how do you balance the responsibilities of deriving an income and, and maintaining um, the high level of professionalism that it takes of a, of a title fighter like yourself? Um, I'm still working full-time as pretty labor intensive um as wow. most trades are um most fighters are usually trade um i still train two hours three hours a night it's you know it's what i've done since i've started fighting sort of used to it obviously it's a bit hard, hard to recover here and there but i make sure i take the right strategies to ensure and get there get there good for the next day so yeah it's, for me i'm just used to backing up after work days it sort of screws me around so i just work it what I have in front of me. Do, do you feel like that sharpens the sword and that it, it keeps your conditioning good all year round because you're, you're in that kind of physical role and you don't have the same blowouts perhaps as those other fighters that might have, you know, crazier, less labour-intensive work? Um, yeah, I'd say so. I'd say it definitely would. Um, I'm constantly on my feed day. It probably would have a play a bit of a role into it. But I mean, I'd like to experience the other end of it where I'm not with 100% sent into the fights but that time might come eventually so when i get to it I'll... and who are some of your uh, your inspirations when you when you you uh, when you first get into uh the fight game there's usually a, a few for, for me it was uh karate kid you know yeah uh, ralph mature ralph yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was probably still is still looks exactly yeah. the same age <laughs> he's 62 <laughs> uh but the so what what drew you initially to the world of martial arts was it uh, was it like me watching karate kid or was it um, what, what what was the first little spark that uh, caused uh, Brandon White to, to step into a, a gym and I can't, start throwing his hands? I can't pinpoint it. Oh, sorry. I can't single person. Um, I've always just grew up sort of watching UFC when it was my dad. Obviously loved it too. So he would have, I would sit down and watch it with him. That's probably what got, got me into it. But the fighters out there now, obviously the Aussies, he's got golf with his championship mentality. It's hard to go past him, obviously. Well, the way he just handles himself publicly, which is great. That's kind of want to back myself onto that. Who, who have you got picked for this weekend's fight, by the way, with Makachev um, and Volkanovski? I, I think, yeah, one decision out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, do, do you have any anybody whose style you've kind of based yourself on, or did, have you found that you've been able to kind of uh, move into your own groove? Uh, uh, no, not really. Not anyone that I study or anything. Um, I, I kind of just work with more of my own style. So, um, no, no one that I can pinpoint as well. I don't listen 
try and take little bits from their game and stuff. I just try and do it, do it all myself. And yeah, what uh, favorite moment of your fighting career thus far that you've had? Favorite moment, favorite moment. Uh, um, probably it'd definitely be your first win. I guess there's no no better feeling than getting your hand raised, and that was by our, our TKO. So that was awesome. Dark. And do you, do, you, do you remember what it felt like walking out into the crowd for the first time, walking out of the race and, and hearing – hearing we, we, was it a hometown fight that you was your first? Uh, yeah, my first one was hometown. So I had all my friends and family there, about 50 of them, which is good. good. Um, nervous, man. man. Fucking super nervous. It's like <laughs> in the back, like we were wrapped up, having to go to the toilet numerous times. <laughs> I could I can't imagine it that each one is not as many nerves now. Obviously, going to fight week and then all the stuff on the night, get, I'm able to control it. It's so much better than the first time. Have you had the experience yet of walking out into an unfriendly crowd where there's just no reaction when your name's called and it's like the opposite of that first time when you've walked out in front of the crowd and the crowd's gone wild and this time around you've walked out and, you know, you can hear a pin drop and some, somebody <laughs> somebody ordering a drink at the bar and <laughs> so, yeah, somebody's mum booing you. Yeah. <laughs> Have you had that experience as yet? Um, yeah, DFC. D10, I think it was, two years oh, ago. Brown. Ah, and I fought uh, Steve Brown. So he was obviously a local hero. Um, so yeah, yeah, Sorry, who quite... was you were fighting? I fought Steve Brown at Featherweight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that was a bit of a um, didn't It was just me and, my, me and my coach, Alan, at the time. So I only had one person with me. Just, just one, one solitary clash. Yeah. One, one clash. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll hope to hopefully warm them up a little bit more for you on this occasion because again, you're walking into the Lions Den. You've got uh, Louis the Junkyard Dog, Payson, who's got a, a big local uh, following, and uh, and we'll have every one of his family, and I believe one half of it's Italian as well. So that'll probably be half half the the, the ticket sales. Um, so um, it's a big crowd. Um, it, all in front of the grandstands there at the the Nord Oval. Have, have you had the chance to um, uh, revisit any of the uh, previous footage of the Apex events and familiarise yourself with the with the setting? Um, yeah, so I was actually on Apex two last. Year. I was so, I flew down. I was actually supposed to be fighting at featherweight because I'm I'm actually a featherweight fighter, a lightweight for this one. So um, I flew down. I got got the call that my and had COVID, so oh. I got a late, late, yeah, got a, it was a bit of a stitch up, but I got a late notice step in at 72 or 73 at the time, so feeling up, because obviously I was under weight by three or four kilos, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that was good, like, I mean, it wasn't the right the person that I planned for, but uh, um, the event itself, it, I've, I've said it to my coaches before, I think Diamondback, out of any promotion I thought is the best so far, 100%. Well, Fantastic. you might, might be walking over the, the lightweight title for the promotion that you've uh, enjoyed. So, yeah, we'll be, we'll be excited to see how you go. This, this, so, with the lightweight title fight, that's saying, is it uh, are they scheduled it for five rounds or is it three still? Uh, it'll be five, five, five threes. Is that for? Wow. Championship. Yeah, yeah. There you go. 
that's different to every other one that you fought. Yeah. And and uh, all those hours on the job, mate, working hard, have obviously prepared you well for this one. Is is there anything you do additionally in terms of cardio prep for a, a five five round fight, or any secrets that have been passed on to you by some of the wiser wiser heads in the gym to uh, to suggest, or any suggestions that they've had to uh, get you ready for a five round effort? A lot of increased conditioning. Uh, so I'm working with my coach Jonathan Bailey. Um, basically, it's just been so much conditioning work. So I'm coming. I'm going to come in here fit. I also train with Alan Philpot, who are both fighting this weekend on Eternal and UFC. So they're three rounds, five minutes. So it's the same time as what I'm doing. So I've been doing my my camp with them. So I'm following them pretty much. So whatever they're doing, I'm doing. And and so a really busy gym, uh, obviously uh, a lot going on, and 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 fighters taking fights all all across the the country. Tell us a little bit about your gym and how you got to be involved with those guys. Yeah, right. So I trained at um, um our main coach there is obviously Igor. Josh is Josh is there as well. Come from another gym, which is Legends with uh, Alan. Um, after sort of he went over to. Eagle and I didn't follow and then eventually he pushed me in that's how I got back into it so I do all my MOA there but I do my kickboxing with uh, coach Johnny so he trains out of legends time kickboxing coach for a while now so um, they're two separate gyms but they sort of merge between over all of them so um, yeah it's a quite a big family between us all was that the first gym that you trained at uh, no, it's not the first gym. Okay. Well, first, first ever day going into train, uh, it was you. You went in with the mindset of I want to do MMA specifically, or you just said, "Hey, let me go and try some grappling, or let me see if I can do some striking work." Um, at that, your first sort of experience was what was that like when you first got to the gym and and had a had a feel for it? Yeah, so I, I trained in the gym in Leichhardt, the in the west area. Um, basically, I was there for about two or three years. I wanted to sort of push myself into kickboxing more so then, um, but didn't. Have, that's where I found another gym, which was Legends at the time. So I never actually went to the gym to fight. It was actually got pushed into doing. Then when I had my first kickboxing fight, I loved it. So the opportunities weren't there with the old gym, so I ended up moving. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. With the extra conditioning that you do, and I've seen this before where fighters have got frustrated at their opponents, so they go out and if they win in like the first minute and they're like, why don't I do all the extra conditioning work for? (laughs) (laughs) I could have not done any of that and got this knockout. I would have been fine. But yeah, especially, I mean, the the risk is that if you don't get that knockout, obviously, if you get into those later rounds, that's where that work pays off. But I've seen it before with people like, I did so much road work leading into this fight to win in 30 seconds. 
Well, I guess that there's every chance that could happen because we've got two big strikers uh, in in the cage whenever that happens and early on. And, of course, you know, the adrenaline's pumping. There's thousands of people cheering, yelling and, and getting involved. It, it, it's uh, it's very easy for, uh, you know, emotion to take over and uh, and all of a sudden, you know, within uh, seconds it, it can be all over or a wrong move and a misstep at any moment. It can it can be really be detrimental in the early days when, when you've got all of that going on. But so I guess that's what you spend all that time preparing for. What, what, what's a, what kind of weight do you normally uh, sit around at? And, and is, is it a, a struggle for you to cut uh, in preparation for, for a lightweight belt? So this one, uh, I usually walk around about 77, 78. Mm-hmm. So get easy for me. So that's why I'm actually a featherweight fighter. So... You know, I don't have to. The good, the, the bonus of fighting at lightweight is I don't have to stress about what I'm eating. I'm still on a diet. I've still got a nutritionist and everything, but I don't have to, to stress to accounting everything. And if I miss a meal or if I eat too much here and there, I'm not kicking myself about mm. it. So. And uh, do you, do you blow out much after you've uh, after you've weighed in, as uh, some of the heavier guys report? So. You, you get all the way down to, to weight. What what would you be fighting at? Is there a big discrepancy between your weigh-in weight and what you're fighting at? 110, I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll probably I'll probably be about 76 or so on the night. So okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So there's no no big blowout or anything like that that's going on there. No, no, nothing. Yeah. What what the featherweight is? Uh, what 65? Is it kilos? Yeah, sixty point three. Right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So this is one class above. So mm. um, there's that five yeah. five kilo uh, discrepancy there. But yeah, I mean, obviously, you'd be putting on if if you normally weighed in at sixty five, would you be pushing up to seventy six again after weigh in and everything like that? Yeah, I'd be getting close to maybe four. I think the biggest I got after one was seventy five and a half. So yeah, that's pretty. That's jump over mm. So, uh, so any any uh, secret strategies you want to share? We won't share them with Louis or anything like that, of course. What exactly or, are you going or to publish do? them? Yeah, what's your exact <laughs> game plan? Um, not that Louis was asking you earlier. He just really wanted to know. Um, <laughs> Louis, Louis, come out. <laughs> so, uh, any any game plan, any strategy, any, anything uh, you, you know you'd like to even put out there, even even if you want to bullshit a little bit just to lead him astray, anything there that uh, uh, you've got any thoughts going into the into the big matchup? As as he said, I don't want to give away too many secrets. Flying <laughs> <laughs> um, flying hurricane yeah. spin kick. Yeah. <laughs> the very first <laughs> two seconds. This DSC knockout European the John Claude Van Damme style. Like it. Good strategy. Oh no, I'd too many secrets, but um, I've sat down with the coaches. We've watched a bit of footage on him, so I'm gonna work out how we're gonna counter what he's gonna bring. So I know what he's gonna bring. He's a forward pressure fighter, and so uh, we're working on ways we can counteract that and get him onto the back foot. I guess. 
Are you, are you fairly good at sticking to your game plans? I know there's a lot of fighters that go, they do like a, a full training camp with a game plan. They get out there and just completely ignore it. And the coach <laughs> is screaming at them. As they're, like, they're doing whatever they feel like they want to do. Uh, but maybe they're seeing something that no one else is seeing, that there's an opening there. And then they're like, no, nah, well, the game plan didn't account for that. But I'm doing that thing because it's working for me. Yeah, do you have a lot of latitude with your coach with respect to uh, uh, executing on that game plan or is it is it fluid in that respect or is it the coach is going to be upset if you're not, you know, playing it to the T? <laughs> nah, it's pretty I'm, – I'm pretty good with it now. At my, when I first sort of started, I wasn't. and <laughs> Everything gets in there and as soon as the cage closes, everything's out the window. So it the spin kick. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, busy now, so uh, whatever the game plan is, I'll make sure I stick to it. And then obviously the, the instructions you get, um, I'm very good at implementing them as well. So obviously they can see things that you can listen to them. And just before we go, are there any sponsors that are involved either with yourself personally or with the club that really help all of this happen for you to be able to travel and for the gym to be able to continue to do what it's doing? Uh, um, yeah, so I've got two. I've got Canna Valley Organics. Uh, they supply me with things like that just to help me with recovery, uh, which is quite good. Uh, I'm obviously a couple of people. Um, sorry, sorry, what was their name again? Uh, Canna Valley Organics. Sounds, sounds delicious. They just do like CBD oils and CBD gummies. That bottle, I think. Yeah, it's quite good. Um, uh, um, aids me with recovery in terms of all inflammation because, as you know, shin to shin, inflammation is pretty bad. So, yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're helping me along the way. And so they're just um, they're just my local barber right down the road. So they're helping me as well throughout camp, which is good. That's brilliant. Fantastic. And, uh, mate, we're really looking forward to seeing you at the Apex Sport Fest 3. It's at the Nord Oval on the 25th of February. If you happen to be in Australia, where you can still buy tickets now by going to diamondbackfc.com. Of course, if you're unable to be here personally, you can still join us on the live feed, which is on Fight TV, and you can head over there right now and, uh, and, and book your pay-per-view. So if you want to see... Brandon White, walk away with the belt at DFC 16. Well, there's uh, two ways in order to do that. Get your tickets now or head over to Fight TV and make sure that you don't miss a second because my, uh, well, my belief is if you do happen to miss a second, yeah. if you do happen to blink with either of these two guys in the in the cage, then you are every, every chance of missing out on one of the most exciting fights that's going to be broadcast in Australia this year. So, uh, Brandon, we wish you all the very best of luck with the, the final uh, three weeks of preparation and, of course, look forward to seeing you here in Adelaide on the 25th of February. Thank you very much for having me on. I'll catch you guys when I get down there. Yeah. Cheers. Absolute pleasure, Brandon. Thank you very much, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you here. And uh, for all those that are listening, of course, get behind Brandon. He's uh, well. I got a feeling his his fans are going to be somewhat outnumbered. So if you've seen Brandon here, you like what you're seeing, and you're coming to DFC, make sure you do uh, stay in the grandstands and support him as he is going to be fighting for that light 
weight belt. And uh, Hollywood, mate, Connolly, any further, any any final thoughts? Look out for the Jean-Claude Van Damme spin kick as two seconds into the fight that will happen. It's a guarantee. I think that was a Daily Combat exclusive. <laughs> and uh, so we'll pass that on to Louis Passon. And uh, all the very best of luck, Brandon White. Thank you very much for joining us, mate. That's great.